Happy Friday, guys, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Dubs. I'm your host, Bill T. Well, we've got a special roundtable for you guys today. On today's episode, we're going to be doing a roundtable, not with just George, which everybody loves. But we've also got a couple guests from across the pond. So we'll be getting into that in just a few minutes. And today's show is the wrap-up show based on one crazy weekend. We're going to break down the details and get the feedback from some people that were here to enjoy the show. So let's get into it this week. Wrap-up show on Let's Talk Dubs. You probably don't know that there's a new Volkswagen out that doesn't look like a Volkswagen. studio and i've got george t and i've also got andy finch guys welcome to this welcome to the podcast hello mate thank you for having us bro so we are let me see here george give me a let me get a little volume from you george into the mic Check. hello hello interesting go ahead give me a little more george give me a little more go ahead hello all right a little more hello everybody right, perfect gotcha gotcha i just had to get you up where everybody else is man we got to get you up to speed so everybody's on the same uh same volume time so we're doing a roundtable. We're talking about the one crazy weekend, which just finished uh, two days ago, which feels like it was yesterday because Sunday wasn't enough day of rest. Because I don't know, it just feel it, it just felt like the day kind of molded right into that one. So this podcast, we're going to do a little bit of feedback with respect to what that what that experience was like and and how it all came together. And and maybe um, maybe George will start with uh, with you as far as like you, your your ramp up to the event like what things are you anticipating for what things are you nervous about like how's all that coming together for you i'll tell you what it was a game changer showing up there friday and seeing how many cars were already there that was yeah. that was pretty intense just knowing that i was in charge of the parking there was seeing, probably and seeing a full parking lot yeah, randomly I mean, parked uh, yeah th- right thursday, as as I so thursday night there was probably 20 people 20 25 people showed up a full day before early in the day and then as the day progressed more and more cars just started pulling into the parking lot. Yeah. So that was that was pretty cool. I mean, just to see all that action happening. Uh, Andy, you've been to this event before. You came last year as your first time, right? Yeah, that's right. And what was – what first, what made you come the first year? And then what happened the first year that made you want to come back? Uh, I, obviously, I wanted to come the first year because, you know, you told me it was the best show on earth, so I thought I'd better come and show up and uh, see if it was or not. And – um you know, it was a completely different experience to all the other shows I've, I've ever been to before, um, mainly because it's here in Vegas. Um, you know, the, the driving experience around the whole thing, the, you know, the strip cruise, the poker run, um, it, it was like nothing I was expected to do before. So. And, and the first time you came to do it, it was, um, I had invited you and said, look, bro, come to the event. It's the best event ever. But, you know, one thing we want to make clear about One Crazy Weekend, it is not your typical show in the park. Absolutely not. You know, it's not something that you're going to sit around, stand next to your car. Is that our boy? Our boy's ready. So we're going to have our next guest coming in here shortly. So, uh, but your experience last year was was mildly, mildly traumatic. 
<laughs> right. I mean, you had you had some car you had some car issues on the way here, and then we. What did you end up driving around that weekend? Um, I drove George's split bus all the, weekend. You drove the you drove the the bus, but you showed up on Friday. Was it last? I weekend? did. Yeah. So last year you showed up on Friday, and the weekend it's it's long but it's short, right? Because That's there's right. so much stuff going on. It seems like it goes by in a flash, but when you're in the middle of it, it's it's just it's just crazy. Yeah. Well, since Andy had come that that long of a distance, and the car he arrived in was broken. I said, I'll be damned if somebody that comes from the UK doesn't have a good time at our show. And that's why I offered him up my bus so he would have a Volkswagen to drive all weekend. Yeah, which is pretty, it's pretty mad really to, for someone who I didn't know within like two seconds of me meeting him, just threw me a set of keys to his, to his split panel van and said, off you go. I don't know many people who would do that. That's well, for sure. My wife thought I was crazy. She said, are you serious? You gave your bus somebody? I said, babe, he does what I do better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if he does something to my car, yeah, I'm he, pretty sure he could fix it. Oh, so that was it was, yeah. You actually yeah. wanted me to smash your van up, no, so I had to all. fix it. Oh. No, I just knew that you would you would do a better job of fixing it than most. Yeah, so now I'm gonna I'm gonna bring on another guest that we've got coming on right now, and uh, we're right we're ringing him up right now, and bringing him onto the show. <laughs> Are we gonna be able to hear him? Like, is it gonna be? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Russell, what's going on, buddy? Uh, going well, going well. Back in Texas now. Russell, this was your first time to the event, right? Yeah, first time. And what did you think? What, what was your what, what was your desire to come here? Like, what made you? Who told you why and where you should be there? I did it because I wanted to do it for you, Bill. I love what you give back to the community with the podcast. And one crazy weekend in Vegas sounded a lot of fun, which it was. Yeah, no, but well, there's no question. I mean, it's it's definitely a great time. Um, what we have over here, Russell, you you came to the the podcast or you came to the one crazy weekend, and your now you you'd been. I mean, you wanted to come to the show, uh, like you said, because you know you wanted to get back to the community and see what I did. What was what was your expectation of what the show was going to be like? Oh, do you know what? I- I didn't have an expectation. I was actually just waiting to see what transpired. However, it was way more cars than I expected. It was way more fun than I expected. There was uh, obviously the cruise down the strip on Friday was just an incredible experience. But to actually meet so many new people and people that I've known but now know better, I think it was a def- a friendly, friendly type uh, show. Very different to what I'm used to, to be honest. It was a, as I said, it was incredible. I mean, in, in, in your impression with respect to it being more of a kind of a driver's event than just kind of a, you know, show up and hang out type thing. What was that, you know, with, with it being, did you expect it to be so much driving? Uh, I, no, I didn't. I thought there would be some driving, but there was a lot more. I think that, you know, everybody said, oh, you're going to Vegas for the weekend, you know, party town. And then I said, no, no, I'm going to a car show. And it wasn't a car show and it wasn't a party. It was something different, you know. There was, you know, cruising the, the strip in the streets, doing the poker run on Saturday. All that was just really good fun, different. It was enjoying the cars with people. Uh, again, very different. I, I can't I can't quite hard describe it. It's not like any other show I've been to. It was just an experience is what it was. Yeah, no, and that's one of the things about the event that uh... – you know, that we made sure, you know, George and I did Bull Run. One of the things that we both walked away from with it was just the joy of driving our vehicles all around, you know, doing the things that we did with them. 
And that made a huge difference with respect to, um, you know, with respect to how we appreciated our cars, right? You got to have your car. It's one thing to have your car and pull it up at a show and just kind of hang out, tell people about it, and then hope somebody likes it or whatever the case is. But it's a, it's a whole other thing when you're actually going to, you know, drive your car. You've built this car, and now you're going to be driving it all over the city, you know? So I think... I yeah, can, I mean, I don't... I, I don't know how many cars you had driving on Friday or Saturday night, but, you know, it must have been over 100 cars. It was just, it was incredible, you know. It was just everybody having fun, people getting lost, people falling on you at the lights, you know. It was just, it was great. <laughs> I mean, that, that's that's probably the thing that, that I like the most about it, and, and I think that's the reason why, you know, for the most part, the, the show has grown organically um, from the standpoint of people being able to, drive their cars, have that fun in their cars. And, and, and when you're out there doing the poker and the strip cruise, it really doesn't matter what your car looks like, right? It's more about you're no, in your car, that. you're driving, and you're having a good time. I mean, when you, when you were here, that you got to, you know, Andy got to cruise the strip in Future Shock, which was, you know, a dream come true. And like, you know, like the charities for children, I was able to let him drive Future Shock on the strip, make his dreams come true, because that's what... <laughs> <laughs> That's what coming to Vegas is all about, right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, and you guys had the opportunity to meet up with some people, right? You had uh, Buddy Hill was down here. Yep. Right? So what? Yep. And so you guys, Buddy Hill, and then, uh, and I know, you know, Andy's not really a podcast listener because he's such a big deal that it's hard to get him to listen to the podcast. <laughs> but, you know, Russell listens to the podcast. So Russell has known who Johnny was. Now, you got the chance to meet Johnny last year, right? Yeah, I did. So last year you met Johnny. This year's the first year that, uh, and we're talking about Johnny Osmondson. Yeah. You know, Russell gets to meet Johnny Osmondson. And uh, so the, the, the whole lot of you guys get into this whole tailspin of all kinds of chaos together, yeah? Yeah, that's right. I yeah, mean, expensive. <laughs> <laughs> you right. know, it started off quite normal. And then uh, after a few tequilas and uh, a few other beers, obviously Russell steps in, um, you know, trying to show Johnny how, it, how he rolls. But um, that sort of, Fell by the wayside, didn't it, Russell? Yeah, it did completely. <laughs> yeah, that was. However, however, we made up. We made up for it on Saturday night. We took the the money back from the casino, which was yeah, always good. That was right from the roulette table, wasn't it? You know, I, and I think you guys yeah. are the only guys that have ever walked away from a casino actually with money in your pocket. So, well, we walked away with two thousand dollars, so that's a good thing. Yeah, two thousand bucks—that's nothing to sneeze at, right? So, yeah. Now let's uh, let's kind of go over the weekend. So we got George, George. When we're putting on these events, I mean, there's always a lot of anticipation with who's going to show up. I mean, I don't think I don't think it doesn't matter how much you prepare, right? It's like yeah. you think to yourself, there's always the nerves the night before when everything's uh, for sure. You're you're thinking like, oh, the week before you're thinking, oh, we have a ton of people coming, and the night before you're thinking, I hope people show up. Like you actually are, are almost worried about it, you know. And uh, our our prayers were answered on that one because we had more than we were expecting, that's for sure. The participation was much higher than anticipated. But what we hope for, actually, we always want a lot of people there. Well, and I think one of the reasons the show grows so organically, I mean, we did, you know, I was thinking about this week, the the only marketing I did other than on, on my Instagram page, I started marketing like, I originally went out with flyers in March to the bug in and then really no, not much marketing after that other than maybe a couple of flyers at some shows. Yeah. Nothing really huge. But then coming up in August, I just started putting some stuff out every week. And re- let, let, if I did a better job marketing, there would have been more people. But I think 
the reason it keeps growing organically is because people come, they have a really, really great time. And like, like the title friends says. Friends tell friends. Like it, that's the way it is. You get a group of four come up and then come back the next year as a group of six or eight potentially, you know. And it's, it, that's the way I see it growing. Yeah. I mean, I spoke to Russell about it and Russell asked me, he said, he goes, is it worth going to, you know? And it's difficult to say to someone, yeah, go halfway around the world to someone's show that's essentially, you know, that no one's really heard of in the UK. And, um, you know, and, and, you th- and I'm thinking, you know, it's going to be as good as... Uh, as last year if not better then and I really enjoyed it last year you know and Russell just put it on me said is it as good is it worth me going around there and I said yeah I, I guarantee it and um, I think it was I think it met your expectations didn't it Russell oh yeah it exceeded them I think that uh, you know what you, when you talk about uh, meeting people that you know when I feel I made friends this weekend there was maybe acquaintances before yeah but we've become friends because there was a lot of really like-minded people who liked the cars liked the fun no harm was done it was all safe and sensible-ish but you know <laughs> it was about people people just getting on you know and that's unusual you know absolutely Normally you've got this crowd and that crowd but we had a, just a mixed crowd and it was uh, yep. really good i said uh, like i said um, to bill and that out of that whole group of people on the friday night only you i really knew and even then we've nearly really never hung out together have we we've sort of like you know yeah. had a, it's only five minutes here five minutes there and by the end of friday night everybody in that group no one had ever hung out with each other before i thought that was brilliant and we're all best mates now you know with that you know with that to a point it was just which is which is bizarre you know yeah i think that's the big thing that yeah. makes go ahead go ahead russell no i was just to say it's like a I mean, I know there was various groups of people over the weekend that got together and met, but I felt that uh, maybe the, the, the couple of groups that we got involved in and spoke, and there was different groups, you know, it wasn't just one, but I think that everybody there became, you know, it was so open and such a friendly event that you could afford to, uh, you know, trust people, be yourself, you know. It wasn't like this group and that group. It was like people were really trying to mingle and speak. And you're, to be fair, Bill, you did a good job of making everybody involved, you know. So I think that's a, a special quality that the show's got that's different, you yeah. know. I mean, when Andy said about coming before, I always thought, oh, you know, go, go to Vegas, a long way to go for a long weekend. However, I was fortunate. I was in Texas. It was easy to come up. But now I've been once. I would travel from the UK to come to the show, even just for the long weekend, because it is so different. Yeah, and, and one of the things that we're doing is we're trying to expand the event you know, little by little, just add some stuff. But because we're in Vegas here, we want to make sure there's plenty of opportunity for people to go do a little bit of sightseeing, a little bit of this. So, so some people don't understand, you know, they, they look at this, say you're going all the way across the world for a car show that starts at eight and ends at 12 <laughs> or, <laughs> or, or ends at one o'clock. Right. But it's far from just the one yeah. car show though. Right. With the, with the Friday night yes. trip cruise, uh, with the Saturday night poker run, I've never been to a car show where I've utilized my car as much as i as much as you do this weekend 100 percent. the only thing that ever came close to it was classic weekend and that's what we are our favorite weekends growing up were the old vw classic weekends where it was an actual weekend with open houses octo shows and all these events happening throughout the weekend all culminating to the sunday of of the classic that's what made the weekend and that's what we're trying to replicate with the show that we put on here is a weekend not just a car show where you go sit in a parking lot. That's only one aspect of it. The the strip cruise and the poker run really give it a different feel. And especially being lumped into the groups you are, 
you become dependent on the people around you to find the next location and whatnot. And you kind of, you get a bond with these people that you've gone from, from shop to shop to collect your cards with. And yeah. that's, that's, that's what we're trying to do is create an experience. No, I a hundred percent agree with that because when we used to go to the classic and maybe this is a lesson that some of these uh, cities and towns that we, that we go to for car shows, uh, sometimes people get, I think they think they're the show and the show is really the people, the show's the people and the experience and all that. And what ends up happening is if you're able to go, you know, you start meeting these new people. I remember, you know, going to the classic, we would meet people for the first time and then like, Oh, you're, you're out, you're from out of town. I'm from out of town. Well, let's kind of bum up together. So this, in, in case we get lost or somebody gets, you know, sideways you know we won't be alone in this strange town or whatever and that kind of creates and, and that was started by the open houses right so you had the open yeah. houses the open houses created like all these guys from out of town are going to these you know oh i've seen the ads for this on tv and i've seen the ads and some of them were like you'd go there and you were blown away and some of you'd show up and you'd be kind of bummed out thinking like oh wow. and the host hotel and that's what the orleans is for this event is the host hotel where you're staying there you have your home base and everybody comes back to this one location. So even once all the festivities are done, there's the hang in the parking lot, which makes it also another really good time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Russell, have you ever been to a show where they just hang out in the parking lot at night up until the middle no, of the night? Do you know what? I was just listening to George there, and I was going to say that, you know, if you look at Friday morning, you know, that's the day that people arrive. I was there at 8 o'clock in the morning and spent all day just speaking to people, catching up, you know, and... It hadn't even started till seven o'clock at night, yeah. and it was great. Saturday was the same, you know. At, at the classic, for example, you would turn up at six in the morning and be away by one. We yeah. were still speaking at four o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday, yet your show finished at twelve. Yeah. And that—that's what doesn't happen anywhere else. So no, you you have a unique, a unique thing there, and I think that, uh, oh, I just, I just, it's quite hard to to explain it because I've never been part of something like that before where it was such a it just was a constant you know it was like classic week where you're doing something every day but to have to have the the show and the cruise and having the new the, the Orleans with the with the food and the, the gambling and the bar and all that <laughs> kind of, you know, in one place you know you could walk in and have a beer you could come out and eat something you could go and see the cars you didn't have to travel anywhere. It was all there. I think that's a, a phenomenal thing. And then when you did travel, you went away in your car, you enjoyed it, you came back and everything was still there. I think that's better than going away from a show to a hotel and coming back or going away from one place to another. The formula worked. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's funny is, let's say, because we're referencing... What kind of spurred this is there's two things, right? George and I's time on Bull Run, like just driving our car with other people driving cars was cool because you kind of come into an area, you're like a rolling car show, getting everybody's attention. But then, you know, at the classic, you'd go do all these functions. But then if you came back, let's say the wife wanted to take a nap or whatever that, you came back to the hotel. Well, now you broke away from the group and you're at the hotel and you're like, well, I wonder what time everybody's getting back. Well, with this event, with, with the time breaks in between, you know, we have the meet and greet from four to eight. That means anytime from four to eight o'clock, you show up at eight o'clock, we start rolling out for the cruise and nothing, you know, a lot of people are real rigid, like it's eight Oh five. And like, this ain't that party. Like we're just, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's real kind of casual. It's going to be no rush, no stress. And you know, somebody, somebody gets bogged down or whatnot. Then we just kind of wait for them and try to roll out as a group as much as we can. But you know, it's hard to, the hard thing to do is 
you know, herd the cats, right? It's like herding cats over there with all these people. Herding cats, parking cats, it's all hard. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting to do it because there's so many people that are on different levels and, you know, you've got your young kids that want to do your burnouts and all that stuff and you got the, the other guys that, that, that are, that are uh, driving the vintage cars that are scared they're not going to be able to keep up and they don't realize we're just headed to kind of a little bit of bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic for a minute. But the strip cruise to me is one of my favorite things because it kind of takes you back to when you're a kid. Now, for me, you know, the strip was much different when George and I were kids and we'd go cruise a strip and all that kind of stuff. What was your guys' experience like being on Las Vegas Boulevard and, and, and cruising and doing all that? Russell? Uh, I probably, so I was very lucky. We were in a convertible, so you could look up and see all the lights and everything. Where normally, if you're in a car, you don't see that aspect looking up the way the same. So it was a very fortunate, I think, if anything, it was probably too quick and too overwhelming. I could have went and done it again. I think that uh, I think that's something that you know it's it should be done twice probably because I don't think being the first time I didn't appreciate it, it was like wow and you were too busy watching where you were going and you know it was kind of not over before you knew it but you were like wow where's everybody going and you sort of took in but all that people there and you know and I mean I've got videos on my phone and it's just Volkswagens and Volkswagens and Volkswagens it's like mind-blowing you you know this is not normal you know <laughs> and you're in las vegas and i kept thinking god the f1's going to be here in a few weeks and we are we are driving down this and we're volkswagens yeah, it's the same oh, cool. it's the same oh. streets are going to be running the f1 on yeah. in in like three weeks and that so that's another twist and that, unfortunately that's what dictated the short aspect of the the strip cruise well, because not, the f1 not for russell and the rest of the foreigners they decided to go left right all you oh, guys yeah. went left towards downtown right? yeah. is that right andy yeah well you know it's just <laughs> we thought we were going the right direction no, we ended no, up going I, I, in circles I went straight on oh yeah you did <laughs> Oh, he passed the strip. So you crossed the strip and went to the side of the hotel? Yeah, I don't even know where we were going. No, no, I went all the way down the strip, but Andy turned off. Yeah, we were following. I, I wasn't on my own, remember. I was following someone else. So they went around and we, <laughs> we ended up going around in circles. And we, ended, I don't know where we went. So, but. Well, so part of our concern with the, with the strip cruise, right? Like it's part of the thing to cruise a strip and you're stop and go, stop and go. And, you know, one of the concerns that I have as as a person thinking about the 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 person experiencing that is, are they going to, you know, for guys with hopped up cars with 1,700 pound or 2,300 pound pressure plates, stuff like that, that might be kind of a pain in the neck. But if you're just going to cruise a strip and you guys, would, so I'm looking at it from my experience of me doing it and I live here, maybe I need to adjust how I think about it to like, okay, maybe you guys want to do the longer strip cruise, have it take a little more time, stuff like that, because for me, I see the traffic and I'm like, I instinctively think like, now nah, let's just dart off and get no, a nice. I quite like cruise. the fact that you know you're sitting in traffic because the longer you sit there, I know without you know with the exception, is that the amount of people if you watch taking videos and photos, you know when you see 20, 30, 40, 50 Volkswagens all in one place, it you know people you, you can see them. There's big crowds. There was I think the funniest thing was the street performers. Did you see the street performers? They had a great big crowd around them. And they were performing, and then about 40 Volkswagens rolled up behind them. They couldn't hear what they were saying. And then they stopped <laughs> looking at them, and we're all taking photos of us. They weren't happy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't good. They were dancing around with the solar, like, put a dollar in to start the that's show. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> but, you know, that's something that we'll take into consideration for mm -hmm. next year. And, and part of the thing is we try to do an organized strip cruise, but I don't think you can really organize it because mm -hmm. between light timing and all that stuff. And so I think for next year, maybe what we're going to end up doing is just putting a general start and stop point and then what time to get back to get parked for the car show. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the other aspect that we, we put into consideration was come back, 
park your car for the morning because the first year we did it, second year we did it, it got kind of squirrely, right? You had a bunch of bunch of randos parking in there. Well, because it's Vegas, people come back to the hotel and they do Vegas things like drink and gamble, and they're not out there at eight in the morning and they just park their car willy nilly, and mm. we're trying to organize a, a nice looking car show, and here's these cars in the middle of it, and they don't come down till ten or eleven in the afternoon. Yeah, you know? like, and I think this year. I mean, you did a great job getting everything lined up because it just it was all dialed in. Last year, we had three, four stragglers that were yeah, in, yeah. inside with hangovers with their car and a trailer and whatever in the middle of the way, and it was super I was aggravating. calling people. Yeah. yeah. Like, this guy had numbers <laughs> on his car. I called him and said, you better come here and rearrange your cars. I don't like where the, the way they are. And yeah. He came like an hour later and fixed <laughs> his car. I think when we pulled up on the Friday night and uh, the car park king was there ordering us around, we were parking where he told us, trust me. Yes. Yeah. Or we were getting in trouble. Yeah. But I mean, it, 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 I, I have to be the Gustavo of parking. <laughs> well, there, there's a purpose for it, though, too, right? So there that, is. So, and, and if you think about it from the patron standpoint, like if you're going to go on the strip cruise, then you come back, you park your car, you stay up and party, and you wake up at 930, you don't have to rush out and go get your car ready. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. like, if you get it parked, and you're where you're going to be for the show, do whatever you want to do. Come down whenever you want to come down. You don't have to be down there at 8 in the morning, bright and early. Hmm. Sleep in, relax. Take a load off because your car is already there and it's already parked. I think another great thing about this show is the fact that we have the security watching over the cars. Yeah. So you can just leave your car there. You know. Well, that's what everybody said to me. Like, first, is there trailer parking? Second, uh, are the cars going to be safe? And it's like, yeah, there's going to be 24-hour security out there, and there's going to be, uh, you know, there's going to be plenty of space to park your truck and trailer. That's another thing too. When we when we go to California and we Holy. get some of these, yeah. so, you know, we'll go stay at some, you know, whatever you know best western or whatever it's it's a there's a fee to park you can't park a trailer yep. everything's cramped and it's like and you spend no time at the hotel so it's almost like a waste of money at least with yep. this hotel if you're not feeling well you want to take a nap you're tired from the day i mean and it, i'll guarantee our rooms are cheaper than anything in california because yeah. we spend 200 dollars a night in california for a garbage place you know and that's also the other thing that's that's a key component right booking your rooms in advance so you get the good rate yep um we're going to be releasing the dates probably in, in three weeks we're going to release the discount code for all the people that are going to be that can book their rooms now. And, uh, I have a, I have a sneaking suspicion that there'll be a lot more people from overseas coming based on just the, I don't know if you've been watching Russell, but I've been on Instagram and it's just been going crazy with people posting stuff from one crazy weekend. Yeah. I've seen quite a few. I actually got a message from Jim Dix this morning disappointed that he wasn't there so jim's talking about coming Good. next year as well Good. he said andy never told him about it oh, oh yeah come on <laughs> oh chestnut yeah yeah you no know, i think I, I was going to say there one of the things that you could do is you know for the cruise put a google map or something you know so everybody's got points to follow because yeah because you live there you see it different but because well, well i'm a stranger in town we want to see the whole strip from one end to the the from one end mm. to the other, you know. I think that's uh, something that you know people won't mind spending that time. The yeah. traffic's irrelevant. Agreed. I think. Yeah, I, I think there's a good. I, and maybe what we'll do is, is a Google map with uh, locations that if you happen to get in trouble or something, a place you could that you could stop and park that would be safe, and places yeah. that you could turn off to exit the strip. So highlight maybe something like if you're starting to have car problems, if you hit this light, make a right, and you can get off mm -hmm. the strip. So maybe yeah, that's that's a good point because I think that's what that, that's what we're gonna do is maybe the strip cruise will be there's gonna be a couple people leading a short strip cruise and then some people like if you want to go all the way down you can go all the way down and check so it out. We did that year too, 
So and what we, we did, did is we had a short cruise, and then if you wanted to, Eric Black and I led a big group down, and like only six cars came with us down the big group. Right. You know. So we're it, like, well, that wasn't that popular. That's why we didn't do it. And, again. and it's and the, the 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 issue I think is it's hard to stay together. Yeah. When you get all those lights, and well, you, especially well, when you're fifty cars. I mean, what you could do is maybe you know say right, okay, we're going to go down, all the way down to the bottom, and have a meet point down there, uh-huh. and regroup, yeah, make sure everyone's cool to go again. And then go back the other way because obviously the construction won't be on next next year, will it? No, next year. Well, who knows? The F one thing might become like a regular thing. Yeah, but yeah, but the construction is done now. <clears throat> yeah, so they I only put this stuff up. I, hopefully, it will be cleared to where we can mm. just do a whole run down the strip. Because, like I said, I rode my bike down and I didn't see too much. There was one area that was bottlenecked over by the wind, and that was it. Yeah, you know, well, as far as like construction went. But uh, the the strip is a great is a great spot, and I would love for, for even the strip crews. I would love to maybe reach out with, with a couple spaces where if I could talk to some of the hotel people, if we could pull up underneath their canopies, take some photos, some photo stuff, and they could give, you know, for them, I could sell it to them as, a, as give out gift bags and d- discount coupons to bring people back. If I bring 100 people through the canopy of a hotel to get a photo shoot, you know, set up a photographer there just to get your photo shoot, you know, I, I'm thinking like, who wouldn't want that, right? A picture of themselves in Vegas in a car. And then I'm also probably based after this weekend, I'm going to start Bill T's car rentals, Bill T's custom Volkswagen <laughs> rentals for the weekend because I was on the road, but all almost all my cars were on the road. So, yeah. Yeah. Bill, I was so impressed with your cars. I mean, that Johnny was driving your car like a drag car. Every second <laughs> he was away. It was incredible. <laughs> Yeah, I bet. And Johnny, yeah, John, we got to talk about Johnny. So you guys, yeah, you and Johnny seemed to hit it, hit it off right out of the gate, which was which was interesting to me for... You're loud. I'm loud? Yeah. I can turn myself down a little bit like that. Yeah. All right, sorry about that, George. Jeez. George, you got to tell me quiet pipe down, huh? So, but the odd couple is like, is is Richie and, you know, Russell and, and Johnny, Johnny, right? Yeah. So when I come in, the you know the, the the but the cool thing is right. I think you know with everybody hanging out and there's no pretense there. In other words, you're not standing next to your car. You're just a VW enthusiast there to enjoy the show, mm. right? So that's kind of the neutralizer. Yeah. Like everybody's on the same level, and you just kind of talk about cars back and forth and what's different where you're from and all that stuff. And to be able to meet these guys, and then just I think the the, the best part is right out of the gate, everybody's really busting chops with everybody. Right, I mean, right out of the gate from I, I, I can only describe it as Johnny is the naughty younger brother. Yeah, yeah, who will just g you up to do anything, it, you know, in a good way, not in a bad way. Right, he's just that person that he's got this infectious character around you that just. There's, he, there's not a bad word to say about anyone. He's just funny, you know. And then there's there's Buddy Hale, who I've never met before, uh, you know. And I was thinking, I wasn't really sure what to make of him. Because obviously, you know, he's this, you know, he's on a pedestal sort of thing. Everyone's, oh, you know, Buddy Hale's the best at this and this, that and the other. And you think, oh, I don't know what it's going to be like when you first meet him. But it's nothing like what you expect. He's just one of us, like the rest of us. Right. And then he was just as... <coughs> He was just up for the for the laugh, like the rest of us, you know. And he was just he had us in bits, and he what he did have a good time. I think, <laughs> I think like we all did. But Johnny, you know, you know what he's like. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the interesting thing, right? Johnny brought out the bad boy in all you guys because I turn around and you guys are gambling over a coin flip in the parking lot <laughs> until two o'clock in the morning. So that was that was a pretty unique sight. No, no, to see. no, 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 you're wrong, Bill. We were doing security. <laughs> you guys were keeping your eye on the car. That's right. We were the 24 hours. Yeah, that's what we were doing. 
Yeah, no, I, I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was really great seeing that, and and that's that's kind of our main focus with this, mm. right? It's less about the cars, more about the people, and more about Definitely the about experience. The mm. You know what I mean? Like to be able to have it all under one roof. I mean, even if you get trashed, right? You can come out. You don't have to drive your car. You can hop in the backseat of somebody else's car, still go along on some of these events and, and experiences with people mm. and, and get to enjoy it. And, and the whole part with getting in your car and driving, it's like, what's more fun than a strip cruise, right? Absolutely. Like, even if you're, if, if you go down in LA or whatever, you want to go cruise the strip where everybody's cruising. So being able to do that is an experience. And then now let's talk about, so we, so we have the car show, which there were some nice cars, quite a, quite a few nice cars that were there. That, right? that was tough. Like I was doing the top 20 and there was a lot of cars there. So it actually took me two go rounds. Like I made my list of 30 first, like the 30 nicest cars I saw in the parking lot. And then I had to go back and start shredding them apart. Like find, find the nuances and flaws in between the cars that would make me determine taking them off the list or keeping them on the list, you know? But we had a, we had an interesting dynamic with the car show because it wasn't just one way, right? So we had a people's choice, which was with that car show pro thing that I set up with. Correct. It has a QR code in people's window where anybody out looking at the car can vote for the car. And what I may do next year is put some signs out in the parking lot that says, if you like the car, click on the QR code and vote for your favorite car to get other people that are walking around to vote on cars. But we had a people's choice award, which was the car that was picked with the most votes based on the QR code. And that was the yellow Mangster. And then we had the, 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 the general top, the top 20. 20 pick picked by George. Mm-hmm. And then we had the spikes pick. And then after this week, you know, I was talking to buddy and he's like, dude, we're get, we're going to make an award for that show too. Cause I'm, and I said, I think it's really cool if, you know, like if you guys are looking at cars and picking cars, you'll pick something that you think is really cool, innovative, and it doesn't have to be a 10-point show car or mere polish finish. It might just be something that you see that's that's interesting, unique, and different. And I think it gives people a little bit of a um, more inspiration when like, hey, this spike guy picked my car, man, and it's not perfect and all this kind of stuff. And I, and I, and I think you're wrong to look at it and say, oh, I saw that car and like look for flaws in it. It's what resonates with you and why you pick it, you know? Absolutely. I mean, that is my... Ch- the, the choice I made was because I just... I lo- I really, really like the car. Yes, it had a really nice paint job, but it was done 15 years ago. Yeah, easily. Right, 15 years ago. So it had some stone chips and it had this, that, and the other. But it was the combination of the car. It had some ridiculous, you know, fuel-injected engine in the back of it. You know, it had this mad paint job. It was an oval, had a really cool interior, which is a bit on the older side, but still the way it was all done... And it was a street car. So all right. those combinations together, not just one thing, you know, yeah, okay, I'm a painter, but it wasn't just the paint. There was better painted cars there. You know, there was, a, a, if you were going for a car show, oh yeah, you've got to have the best of this, the best of that. That's not what my show, what my trophy's about. My pick was about anyone can win it. And I mean anyone. Yeah. So it could be, your car might even be a patina car. Yeah, the chance of it winning be might slim, but you never know. You know, uh, there are something that catches your cool enough. Absolutely. You know, I might find something and just think, oh, man, that car is rad. Two years ago, we had we had a car there that was kind of patinaed. And but but the guy Johnny's friend. Yeah. The guy had finished the car front to back. It just had a cool vibe to it. It was unique. It was original. And he got picked for top 20. I, I chose it because he did a lot of cool things. He carried his pinstriping he had on the exterior of the vehicle. He carried it into his tunnel on the on on the chassis and. There was a lot of cool style things about it. It definitely wasn't perfect. His wiring was trash in areas and stuff like that that I didn't like. But he had enough cool points on it on this 
matte finished car. Like it definitely wasn't a high gloss yeah, car yeah. and it wasn't like a really high caliber build, but it was cool enough to where I wanted it to be in the top 20. That's, you know, yeah. like definitely. you said, if something is cool, it's cool. There's that, no denying yeah. cool. That's it. I mean, for example, I mean, Alex's car from uh, uh, DBK. Now that car is split is absolutely beautiful. You know, and it is a high-end show car in my eyes. You know, you, you yeah, know that's, that a car. Top, that's a top-level car. It is, car. It is yeah. a, it is a, you know, best of show. Now, if that, if you were going for a best of show in the usual car sort of side of things, where oh yeah, it would have gone to Alex's car. Correct. But again, you know, no, that wasn't any disrespect for anyone. It was just that that's not what my my trophy is about. You right. Know? Everybody has a trophy for something that they pick, and Absolutely. really, Alex Flat Four Media should have a tro- should bring out a trophy, and he awards a car. Absolutely. Because, you know, from his angle of being a photographer, things like that. I, I think it's definitely something that that we can have some people bring some stuff, and 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 they can kind of recognize stuff that they really, really appreciate and enjoy. You know. Yeah, and I think that's good in, in a car show. I mean, there's so many car shows you go to, and you know, back in the day when we were just kids and there was people like um, uh, Paintbox and um, uh, oh, I can't remember his name now, <laughs> but um, all the big players, really, you couldn't compete with them. Right. You just couldn't compete with them. Talking be- about Thump Thump? That's, that's it, yeah, sorry. Thump Thump. thump, thump. The, the, are those the ones that wrote your rejection letter? That's the ones, yeah. Yeah. They- <laughs> so, <laughs> so Thump Thump and you know, uh, Bernard Newbury. If you didn't have a Bernard Newbury interior, if your car wasn't painted and done by Thump Thump and there's no disrespect to these guys because they're only doing what we're doing. But um, we were kids and we couldn't afford to have this stuff. So if you went into a competition with these cars, you were never going to win. Ne- yeah. Not in a million years. And that's why I, when, I, I, when I'm choosing something now, I look at everything. You know, and I think to myself, I like that car. And does it make a difference, do you, in your guys' opinion, does it make a difference if the owner did the work himself? Uh, yes. I mean, it, yeah, I mean... It's always a bonus if that person has done it themselves. I know, but the majority of people that can do it themselves is so minute now. There was there was two cars there. Lester Graciolet's sixty seven. Yeah, which was that's cool. the air cooled car. Yep. And then there was Chris Gosting's notchback. His, yep. I think it's sixty sixty nine notchback. Sixty mm-hmm. yeah, sixty nine. So he's got a gas blast. With a Corvair. Yeah. With the Corvair motor in it. Both of those guys built both of those cars in their garages. Like, did paint, bodywork, welding, mm-hmm. everything, which is hugely impressive, you mm-hmm. know, to see that kind of work done from people at home. And, I, and again, I said when I was giving out awards, I said, you know, both these guys, I know them both. They're real meticulous, both super anal, and I would hate to work with either one of them because, you, yeah. <laughs> you know, because they're just that, that like those kind of guys, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But to do that kind of work yourself, I think, to me, it just shows – a level of commitment that you have to build your car. And usually I believe most of it stems from, it's a little bit, you know, has to do with resources as well. Like if you have resources and you're going to, uh, <laughs> to <laughs> just message him, tell me, call me, we'll see if we can bring him in. Okay. See, I'll see if it gives me a chance to bring him in, I can bring him in. Um, but yeah, I, I think that, I think there's a lot of different aspects to picking cars that you like. Uh, there was one guy I think that got an award that got a little emotional when he got an award because, you know, this year because he was pretty excited about getting an award and being recognized for which car for what he did. Um, I, I remember. Do you remember his name? I don't. D was telling me that he that he was getting pretty emotional. The, the guy you said he had glasses on, he was getting a little, a little uh, choked up with getting his his uh, award. But you know, I mean, it's one of those things where people, you know, you go into a car show and you're sometimes you're focused on like, how can I win this thing? 
but when when you're doing a car show that you're picking like stuff you'd like and 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 it's not it doesn't have to be show quality but it's got to be unique different and so my my top 20 i try mm-hmm. to do show quality right because even a cool car uh that's not finished can still be show quality mm-hmm. if the work is done well right a, a paint job doesn't have to be shiny for it to be a nice paint job if it's consistent and clean so i i would say that when when i do the judging it's not just for show cars it's for it's for well built vehicles is what I, is what i'm looking for as a total package right. the whole thing it's almost like the door opened and a train was driving by. Well, that was a ghost. That's all right. But uh, we were in the studio here. and we've So got this will actually be the second year because when we <clears> when <throat> we gave the kid with the patina car, not, well, the fake patina, it wasn't real patina. Yeah, when we gave him his car last, when his award last year, he got super emotional about it too. Yeah. So we get it one person a year that gets super emotional about their trophies. <laughs> well, but but I but I think it's good. I think it, I think you see people get recognized that they put a lot of hard work into their into their car and they get recognized and they really... It really strikes a chord with them. Now, let's talk about the break between the car show and the poker run. Do you guys think good idea, bad idea? No, I think it's a good Great idea. Great idea. Yeah. Gives you a chance. Well, obviously, I, I had we to go agree. to my shop. And I'm, but I'm talking to Russell, uh, Russell and Andy. Is Russell still around? Does he still, we I'm still here. I'm, he I'm listening. So yeah. what, do, what do you think, Russell, about the, about the time distance between the end of the car show and the poker run? I never realized there was a break. I was just <laughs> yeah. He yeah, never stopped a, dubbing. For a quiet guy, he kept on chatting quite a bit. You know? <laughs> well, I, you know, I so we put that there so that you could still do, if you got mama with you and she wants to go see something or go run around for a couple hours, you guys can do that and then come back to the poker run. Now, more importantly, would it have you either one of you guys, Russell, uh, Russell and Andy, have either one of you guys, you have done a poker run, but before this poker run, have you guys ever done poker runs? No, I, I haven't. Never. I haven't. Oh, I, from last year, no, I haven't. Never done one before. Was it what you expected the first time you did it? I really wasn't. Didn't know what to expect the first time, but what, it, it what, was. What What do you think, Russell? Well, I like Andy just said. I didn't know what to expect either. I think that uh, I actually like the idea. There's a point in doing it. I think that's quite fun. Uh, I think that it's again, it's quite cool driving between places in the cars, and you know the weather was beautiful. You know, it was. A good temperature, you know. The roads weren't that busy during the poker run, and you could have, you know, a flash about. It was good going to shops yeah. and that. I, I just, it was just, it was just. Yeah, there's some videos. What to flash experience. about? There's some videos of his flash about about the old the old drag race. Flash. Down. Uh, uh, oh, thrash, thrash about. Thrash about. Okay. Yeah, uh, he sorry. was thrashing. I don't know what you talked about. I, I can never well, that's understand. Why John, that's why Johnny had to race during with my double cabs. He was trying to keep up with the two of you guys. <laughs> Racing down the street together, which is not permitted. He was just trying to win money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're not kidding. Who, who was it? Who's uh, who mentioned it though? It's Johnny. Yeah, Johnny. If it wasn't for him, it would. What never did Johnny happen. say? I got twenty on. I got twenty on the left. So how did that? How did that go funny. down? It was quite funny. We're parked at the lights, and uh, we're all sitting there, and all you could hear was Johnny shouting at everybody out in your double cab because all the windows were open. Right. And it was like. God, the radio's turned up, but it was Johnny telling everybody what they were doing wrong. It was so funny. <laughs> oh, really? So Johnny was yeah. getting, he was getting pretty vocal. He had that liberty of having all that open air around him and felt everyone needed some suggestion. <laughs> it was like a running commentary. Yeah. So who won the race? Andy. <laughs> oh, that, well, I, there, was no, there was just no hesitation. You just said Andy. But I, I mean, I, and it's, let's just be honest. 
you're trying not to break your car, and Andy really had, you know, threw caution to the wind and didn't care <laughs> if he broke his car or not, right? I could no, see. John, uh, Johnny bet $20 uh, that I would win, so I let Andy win. So Johnny lost money. Oh, that is that right? <laughs> I was like, Russell's motor has 48s on it. His has 44s on it. Did he really win? You were just paying him back. You were just paying Johnny back for the night before. Correct. I got it. No, I think, I do go back to your question. Having the pause between the show is a great idea for people to go and do their own thing. But we didn't. We, we hung about because yep. obviously there was plenty of people to speak to. There was a lot going on. A lot of conversations going on. There was a lot of cars still to look at, and you know, I I actually said I remember saying to Andy, "God, it's one o'clock. Where's the day gone? I was out here at half past eight in the morning, and it's now one o'clock." And I went and took photographs of the cars because I hadn't taken any up until that moment, and that was after the show. You know, it was like it just it just passed really quickly. It was just a a really really good experience and uh, very very different to what any other car do before. Yo, what's up, guys? Uh-oh. Oh, John look, well, look who's on the phone now. now. So, <laughs> I guess, so, so I, I, oh, instant laughs. What's going on, guys? All right, Johnny, I need you to be off a of speakerphone and need you to bring it to your ear because I'm hearing a screen door banging in the wind and all that stuff. You there? Can, can you hear me? I'm, I'm going out to the truck so I can fucking be in silence. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? All right, Johnny. Well, they were just telling me. Uh, that Johnny, you... we're just talking about you. Yeah. Oh, boy. Here we go. It was nothing good, too. <laughs> you were given a running commentary throughout the drag race between the uh, the uh, Brit and the Scott over here. They were just battling it out down Sahara Boulevard in their two cars. Oh, I loved it. I loved every bit of it. Yeah, but who who actually, who's the one that made us do it? Oh, I mean, I have nothing to do with it. I'm just some dumb American. You educated UK Brits should never be influenced by some idiot like me. <laughs> so who's a better, I mean, whose car was faster? Um, I think Andy's is faster, but Russell got him. Well, hang on a minute. <laughs> this is well, a different story. Yeah, yeah. Andy's, saying, Andy's saying he took your $20. And he did take my 20 bucks because I wasn't going to, I mean, I took enough money from him over the weekend that I wasn't going to deprive him of 20 more. But, <laughs> um, but uh, to be fair, like Russell let off. So Russell, you, you sandbagged it, huh, Russell? Yeah, I was wanting Andy to win money from <laughs> Julia. So. All of a sudden, everybody's feeling sorry for Andy, huh? Oh, hang on a minute. This, is, this has changed all of a sudden. Yeah. Listen, I've got video proof, all right? So it doesn't matter anymore now. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I, 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 I was hoping if I let Andy win, I might get discount in the future. You never know. Oh, so. man. <laughs> well, my, oh, yeah, the book. Yeah. Oh, oh. well, yeah, there was a – well, Andy's working on discount paint jobs because <laughs> Russell, we happen to – I heard he's Andy Scheib now. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we were – Russell and I were out uh, running around to drop off. I went to go to see on Friday afternoon – before the meet and greet, Russell and I ran around and we stopped at SoCal Speed Shop to drop some off. And he got you a gift. You want to talk about the gift that Russell got for you, Andy? Oh, the gift of making my <laughs> dreams come true. Yeah, well, chasing, still chasing my dreams. And it was to how to paint on a budget. <laughs> 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 From SoCal Speed Shop. How to paint on a budget. That is there you priceless. go. Priceless. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll treasure that, Russell. I will treasure that. Friends yeah. looking out for friends. <laughs> Russell, that was nice. It, it wasn't priceless. It was 50 bucks. It was a disaster. <laughs> I'm surprised it made me pay for it. 
<laughs> well, he'll take he'll take a discount. Oh yeah, on yeah. The next, on the paint a flip job. for he it. Expects that in credit. <laughs> now, to Johnny, how was your yes, life? Sir. How was your life changed by driving the carbon cab? Let's be uh, real. It was a lot of fun. Other than the fact that you don't have an emergency brake and I almost hit a wall, it was great. Huh? <laughs> that, would, that was that was terrifying. Well. The emergency brake was working before you left. Somehow the button's gone. When I got in the oh, car, the, button, the button's gone. So I know you like to take a little keepsake, like a, like a raccoon, <laughs> like a raccoon that just steals a little thing everywhere it goes. Uh, probably you probably well, have a. You know, you, well, I did take something away from this weekend, and it wasn't a button out of your truck. Yeah. So I actually, uh, I actually stole Spike's sign. Oh, it's you. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we wondered where that was going to have that. I, I, see, I see somebody else trying to take it. I was like, hey, you can't take that. So I went and cut it down and took it myself. <laughs> you know, that's the right thing to do. You know, you stood up for what was right, and then you decided just to keep it. You know, that's – I'll, I'll give you that one. Yeah. Well, yeah, I ended up losing. I lost one banner this weekend because George took nope, one. Johnny's got that one too. I bet. No, did you take? Did you take the what's your VW story? No, I really didn't. So it was actually that real, uh, uh, a younger kid. He was just like he was like cutting it down, and I was like, hey, you can't take that. So I took it all the way down, and then uh, to be fair, I didn't see you before we left, so it's in my backpack. Yeah, that's uh, that old chestnut. I want you <laughs> to. Yeah, I, I want you to keep it. Yeah. yeah. I, I will hang it up on my wall and treasure it forever. There you go. <laughs> so Johnny, what did you think? You know what's funny is 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 Johnny. You've never, like, you're not a car show guy. You go to the street races. You do all that kind of yes. stuff. And yep. you'd done the podcast with me, and I said, "Dude, you got to come up for one crazy weekend. It's a good time." You're like, "Yeah, I'm not a show car guy." I'm like, "Bro, it's not about the cars. It's not about a car show. It's more about showing up, driving, and hanging out with some guys and making some good friends." How? How? Absolutely. I mean, obviously, you came a second time. So, what was different this year than the year before for you? Oh, I, I got to meet Russell, man. Like, I, I, that man is my new idol. <laughs> but uh, well, listen, but, this is no, the first like, time it, for it everything. Was, it, it was great, man. Like I, I, I will be there every year if I'm alive and breathing. Because I mean, this is the most fun I've had in the Volkswagen industry since I've been a part of it. I mean, I, I've said it to all you guys, and I'll say it to blue in the face. Like my experience in the VW world has never been like welcoming. I've always been sort of like shunned because. You know, uh, we don't fit the norm of Fuchs and, uh, and IDAs on a car. So, like, coming out here, everybody's welcoming. It's a good time. There's no drama. There's, I mean, pardon my language. There's no bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, we, we literally sat in the parking lot and flipped quarters from different sides of the world. You know what I mean? Like, these, these we, we are different, not only economic classes, but, like, we're from different corners of the world. And we're in a parking lot at fucking midnight flipping quarters for hundred dollars a flip i mean where does that happen yeah I, don't know. I was trying to figure out why were you doing it for 100 but you got me for 50 when i left my phone uh, on the <laughs> table i came back and johnny's like flip you for 100 and i'm like I'm, I'm in the middle of like i'm too busy for this okay hold on i reached my pocket i got 50 bucks i think to myself let me just get this 50 bucks from johnny really quick because what are the odds 50 50 right mm -hmm. it's like all right i got 50 yeah. bucks no, he flips it no. Bill, yeah. That is not true. So he doesn't understand American currency and some of our quarters have a, a face on the back. So he thinks it's a double sided head. Right. When and, and you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you under the bus, Russell. Russell says Andy's a moron and probably thought that fucking tails was heads. He says Andy's a moron and couldn't read it correctly. Yeah. I was like, dude, we didn't we didn't hustle you. I can't believe it. Russell talk about me like this. <laughs> 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 so
So yeah. I, I come out, Johnny stops me. I said, all right, I'll flip you real quick for 50 bucks. No problem. I had a $50 bill. And he says, he flips it. I said, heads, it was tails. And I just gave him the 50 bucks. And meanwhile, I just came back with Megan. She's idling in the in the middle of the street in the parking lot. I got it to get my cell phone. And from there, get my phone and back to the car. I lost $50 for these jerks. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But, you know, so what did you guys uh, – what was your guys? We, were ta- we talked about the poker run, and Johnny's life was clearly changed by driving a Type Four powered uh, double cab that he it was stole definitely the different. knob off of. Hey, it only re- it only revs to four thousand RPM. That was a little uh, that was a little upsetting. No, I put a rev limit on there because you were in it. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> so I can't what, afford to fix your transmission, so I definitely would have drove it like an adult. Well, you brake transmissions everywhere we go. That's fair. Yeah. What? Well, why did not you drive in your own car, Johnny? Uh, well, so here's the thing. I was given bad directions. Now, I mean, I think my logic is sound. I was given <laughs> bad directions. Had I been given correct directions, I never would have ended up next to a young Mexican kid in a Jeep who wanted to race me. So <laughs> that's what really happened. Had I been given correct directions, we never would have crossed paths with that guy, and then it probably would have survived the weekend. Well, but, I, I don't think know, he, I don't <laughs> think it would have because because you you don't drink, but you get drunk on power. And what happens is yes, that that motor's got some donkey power to it, and I it's got I, some torque. I could yeah. only think what would have happened if Johnny had that bug during the poker run. There would have been serious chaos and mayhem because that would have broken then. One hundred percent. Hey, next, sure. next year, next year, my blue car will be there. My blue car will be a completely drivable, show quality street car, and I'm going to enter that in our VW uh, VW shootout uh, in the street race. Yes, sir. I, gonna, like I talked to I talked to I talked to Levi, and um, we're going to make sure that it's uh, we're going to take our time putting it together over the next few months to make sure that it's 100 percent not only ready to enter in the show, but we're going to do our little street race with it. Nice. So, what did you what? Give me your guys' experience doing the poker run. So you did the poker run, and what was it like going to the different shops with the different groups? Did you guys get broken up from your groups? Did you guys stay together? How did that all go down? Oh, uh, we all stayed together. Yeah, we didn't do too yeah, bad, we did. did we? Yeah, yeah think, we, yeah, we stayed together until the very end. We lost, uh, we lost Buddy. Buddy, um, the se- the second to last stop, we lost Buddy, and he, I guess, he just beeline back to the casino. But for the most part, dude, it was a great time. Yeah, and then you guys, you guys went what direction? Because we had four stops. We had SoCal Speed Shop. We had Nevada Off Road Buggy. We had. Um, Nevada off-road buggy was cool. Yeah, we had George. Oh, yeah. We, we so, had so we went to Gold Coast first. Uh-huh. Then yes. we went to then we went to Nevada, and then we went to uh, uh, SoCal Speed Shop. SoCal Speed Shop. Then we went Speed to the wagon. To, to yeah. wagon. Yeah. SoCal Speed Shop. Yeah, However, that's that's with the uh, big electricity cars. pylon, wasn't it, Johnny? Yeah. 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 There are not. Don't yeah. talk about that one. Stop talking. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> He thought it'd be a good idea to climb the pe- the pylon. Really? Oh no 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 no! I didn't think it'd be a good idea. So there's a little PVC liner that's on the cable that runs to the ground, right. and uh, I was like, I was like, you know, I'm like a, a I'm child, yeah. I'm I'm a child. We all know. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a 260 pound child. So I was like sliding it up and down the 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 piece of cable that got stuck, you know, probably 10 feet up. So I got the bright idea. I'm gonna like climb it like monkey bars and pull it back down before somebody's seen it. And the damn power pole almost fell over. I was like, <laughs> that, that's the moment I realized that I am overweight. Yeah. <laughs> when you're taking the you're almost pull, down. pulling down power poles, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. 
That's yes, sir. So you guys, <laughs> so so which which of the stops? We know that at the uh, at the Radoff Road, Spike happened to back back in right in front of the vaginal steaming salon. Uh, yeah, that was that was priceless. So that made for good. What, what's it called? The hoo ha spa. The hoo ha vaginal yeah. spa. Honestly, so, so I, I just thought everyone was taking pictures of, of my car, and I thought, you know, you know, all these, all these people want to take pictures of my car. And I turned around, and they were just everyone was just laughing, and I was thinking, oh, of all the places I could have parked, mm-hmm. you parked right underneath. The, it's all dark with just a pink neon sign above it says a vaginal steaming. steaming, really big. <laughs> hey, the best part of that was D D's response. She was dying laughing. That was my favorite part of that whole stop because, like, the way she looked at it and seen it, like her reaction was the best. So D was shocked when she saw the vaginal steaming sign, and she thought and she like, was laughing. Nice, yeah, that's. I mean, there's a lot of interesting places here in Las Vegas, and you, I bet you never thought, I'll park my car in front of a vaginal steaming spa and get As a some photo pictures. Opportunity, right, yeah. photo op uh, for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. One oh, of the more right. famous. You, should make, that, America. you should make that the next stop. That should be the postcard. Yeah. Pull in for 10% <laughs> off a vaginal. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I think that's a front cover of Oxworld. I, oh, I yeah. I'll send it to I'll send it to Paul Nighty Night tonight. Yeah, I'll thanks for that, mate. Yeah, cheers. What do you that think? Would be what do you think of this shot? You know, it's going to be Spike's <laughs> Adventures in Vegas. <laughs> hey, so how soon how soon is this podcast going to air, Bill? It'll air this Friday. So um, we all we all seen the gamble in between me and Buddy, and uh, I tried to give him the quarter, and he didn't take it. He threw it back at me. He said, "Get it the hell out of here!" Right. So as we were leaving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I climbed over the rope and I put the quarter in the glove box of the head dealer. So when he gets to work egg. on it, he's gonna exactly he's gonna find that quarter and be like this this guy. <laughs> well, that's good stuff. So he's got a little present to look forward to this weekend when that uh, when he hears the podcast. You, be- there. you better hope that quarter doesn't react with the bear steel the head dealer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's in the glove. It's in the glove compartment. <laughs> now, and Johnny will probably oh, flip man. for the head Muller. Now, how are you going with it? Hey, listen, man, I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you guys. I had like 75 dollars in my pocket when I made it to Vegas because I wasn't gonna miss the show. And uh, hey, gamble with you guys, make sure I got home safely. So I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> and rent's paid next month too. He took care of a cut. He took. He, he looked out, saw a few suckers on the street, and thought, you know what? I'll get these guys flipping coins. And they thought, who would flip <laughs> coins for money? These guys will. Or, or, or even. Hey, well, to be fair, to be fair, Russell jumped in on that. He, he said he felt hustled. He jumped in on that. I saw that when he jumped in. Because mm. what he did is he said, he I'll back you. I'll split it with you. Yeah. yeah. And that's when, it, that's when the chaos my, started. No, no. My reputation goes before me. And I felt like I was doing my bit for charity. Anybody that drives a Honda engine needs support. So, you're just, you know you're, hey, you're not wrong, my friend. <laughs> well, I mean, for instance, uh, Johnny owed me five hundred pounds for some stuff, some stuff I got for his race car, or five hundred dollars. Here, how much of that five hundred dollars? After he brought it to me and he held it in my hand, he said, "There's the five hundred dollars." First thing he said to me was, "I'll flip for it." I said, "Right, I'm not, <laughs> right, I'm not going to do that." He said, "Okay, rock, paper, scissors." Uh, okay, so I walked away with three hundred dollars of that five hundred for playing rock paper scissors. So just like I'm just telling you, Johnny, man. <laughs> I don't know. Is it Johnny or are you just a de- degenerate gambler? I mean, well, I wasn't till I came here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, I've never gambled in my life. I'm not even joking. Uh, we saw your son no, last I, time I, he was here. I, I, he I, never I, left I, the I, casino. <laughs> yeah, true. I, 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 I do think. 
I do think that there should be a warning about your show that if you meet Johnny, it's explicit. It's likely to cost you money. And uh, be careful. Yep, 100%. Oh, that however, should be, yeah, that however, should be the explicit warning on the thing. Hide your wallet, hide your kids. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. Russell, Russell, we we made we made majority of your money back, did we not? Yes, we did. No, no, on, on Saturday night, we... Uh, Actually, we took, you're uh, up. We took you went up 200. Yeah, I knew the tables had turned when the money man, a.k.a. Richie, came over to Johnny and said, Johnny, give me 300 so I can go to the other table and win. It's going to hit black. I know it is. And he did. He come back. All he could see was Russell when he had a table with his thumbs up like this. Going, oh, that's another win. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. We were playing the tables. Yeah. yeah. My, that was probably, like, my, fav- my favorite part of the whole show, obviously, was, like, uh, the poker cruise was good because that was this is the first year I got to do that. And then, um, like, just hanging out with all you guys was great. But, uh, Bill, I really wish you had been there for our casino adventures before we hit the tables because that was priceless. <laughs> yeah, those, <laughs> yeah those, those, those may not be safe for radio play, yeah. but, yeah, They're there was, uh, there was definitely a lot of shenanigans going on with some of the ladies of the night, I think it would be, that are <laughs> – Continue. You know, that's one thing that you should be aware of is in that vicinity, there's a truck stop nearby and there's these ladies that happen to be, they look like they're really up for a good time. And if you've got the money, they've got the time. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely, it's a unique crowd. And that's, it's not, you know, the, the Orleans is not too posh, not too low end. It's kind of right in the middle. It's your working yeah. man's It's casino. just yeah. right, you yeah. know. I think so. I so, mean, Johnny, Johnny doesn't, Johnny doesn't even drink. You know, Johnny doesn't, Johnny's not a drinker. So, well, that's what. Oh, did we lose Johnny? Did he just hang no. up on himself? No. Hey, hold on, hold on. I lost you guys for a second. I apologize. Yeah, you all right? You got that? You got that phone figured out? You still <laughs> reeling no. from the other night? Somebody, somebody was calling me. Right. So, anyways, no, that's actually I was calling you earlier, Andy. I couldn't figure out what was the name of that drink they gave you. That really. It was right now. The, the, what happens is Johnny goes. I said, "Come on, let's have a tequila." So Buddy said, "No, I'm not really drinking." Johnny said, no, I don't drink at all. Uh, that lasted about 30 seconds when Johnny said, yeah, go on, I'll have a tequila. Buddy said, okay, we'll have one. Then Buddy said, let's go again, and let's go again, like on the bounce. <laughs> Johnny said, this tequila's not working. So I said to the barman, he doesn't drink, but this, this tequila's not working. Uh, so he gave him what was called an upside-down pineapple cake in a shot glass. So it's like a... destroyed me. Yeah, so in, and then we knew it was working because he was sweating. And he goes, are you all right there, Johnny? He goes, I'm sweating now. He goes, this one's working. So, you know, it was a, it was an interesting evening, to say the least. Some trial and error. Yeah, yeah, it was a great oh, that's, time. Oh, yeah, well, I think your, what your actual words were, I need something girly to those sort of, you know, to, for the radio. Do you remember? Dude, Johnny? I, can't, I can't stand the taste of, of alcohol. I just don't like it. I never have. So, like, I told him, I was like, if you're going to make me choke some more of this crap down, it's got to taste halfway decent. Right. You want some fruity licious. I got it. Exactly. Yep. You're a girl drink drunk. And and just to, just, to top, just to be clear, Johnny even gambled <laughs> with the bartender. So he got a round oh, yeah. in, right? He got the whole round in. And he said to the bartender, right, I'll flip you for it. If I win, you pay for this round. And the, do you know what the bartender said? Yeah, go on then. And guess who won? Yep, that would be Johnny. But in his, <laughs> but he's such a nice guy that he decided that he would not even make the barman pay, and he paid his round. But you know, only Johnny can win a bar, win a tab, you know, with a barman. Russell, what was your what was your experience with Johnny? I mean, other than when I came in there, 
and Russell came running back to the table like a schoolboy. Johnny, give me 300. The table's going to hit over there and then took <laughs> off the other table. I thought, what is going on here? How is the inmates running the asylum right now? Like, this has gone so, completely so before, sideways. Before Russell, starts, before Russell starts, let me tell you this. So we were doing a back and forth. We were joking. Like, we, we've been, for lack of a better word, busting each other's balls all night. And uh, Russell looks at me and he goes, how much money you got in your pocket? And I said, I think a couple hundred bucks. So he pulled out. I think Russell pulled out 200 and I pulled out 200 and he goes roulette table on red. Right. So I throw it. We, we walk over, we throw, you know, 400 down on red and we lose instantly. And Russell just looked like me, like, damn. And I was like, give me whatever you got left. So Russell pulled out, I think another 300 and I pulled out the 300 that I had one for buddy and we put it on black and we won instantly. And then like we got, you know, a little bit excited cause we're winning money. And then I kept bouncing back and forth between black and red. And we ended up up, $2,200, I think, before you came in, Bill. Before I came in, you guys were up 2200 bucks. So you guys Jeez were down. Louise. You guys were at the beginning of just being – you just had 600 bucks when I got there. Yes. Yeah. So Yeah, but but you know what, Bill? Your luck changes so quickly, and if you've got Johnny on your side, there's no stopping you. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that the... – so I, 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 uh, I, I took that 300, went over to the other table, put it on red, Come up, red, six hundred bucks back to Johnny. There's the money. How much have we got? Over, <laughs> over two thousand. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. So you guys were able to recoup some of it back then. It wasn't all. Not all was lost, right? No, oh, no. You know what? So much. So much was gained. Trust, friendship, experiences. Absolutely. Pain. Yeah, hundred percent pain. pain. <laughs> <laughs> You know, no, I, t- to be honest, I mean, when you talk about the highlights of the weekend, and yeah, maybe that's our personal highlights, but everybody we saw seemed to be having fun, you know. The crowd Absolutely. got bigger and bigger, and it was just, uh, you know, as I said, you know, we went there as people, and I think, you know, acquaintances possibly with some cases. Yeah. But I think there's been a, uh, I think there's definitely a, an atmosphere there that allows uh, friendships to develop, and, and regardless where you're from or what you drive, it was just, you know, car people are car people, and that was obvious. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I you know, I, what's funny is, is the weekend is going so fast. By the time it's over, you're kind of surprised it's over because the next thing you know, it's the next morning, and you go out to that parking lot, and everything's cleared out, and there's just a, a handful of cars left, just a sprinkling of cars out there, and it just feels like the day after, right? You're like, <laughs> you can, and and I think, and 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 Dee said it to me perfectly. She says you have this thing named exactly correct. One crazy weekend, because. Yep. It's just from the beginning to the end. And this year, what we have to look forward to is, is Thursday night. John, you're organizing something, right? Next year. Next year. Yeah. This, this so next what we're going to do is uh, hopefully you can push it pretty good, Bill. That would be great. And we could get a lot of guys out. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a, a VW drag race. So there's a, a spot in Vegas where we do a lot of street racing. Um, it is. It's not legal, by the way. Partially legal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to get together and um, I think Bill should put up like a, a vote or some sort of like uh, a multiple choice deal, you know, maybe like 50 bucks per car. So that way it's a little bit interesting or maybe, you know, somebody make a trophy or something. And uh, we're going to do it as if you were doing an illegal street race. It's going to be flashlight start and uh, first car, you know, to eighth mile wins. So I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say on our part that one crazy weekend, let's talk jumps in the wagon have no part in this. This is something that you guys are doing. We have no legal attachments to this whatsoever, and I'm just making um, that known now. 
but this is not take, our deal. But to be clear, but to be clear, be clear, we want you guys to do it and have fun. No, no, no. no. But our, we are not legally attached to this in any way, so, shape, or form. So to be clear on this, if there happens to be a heavyweight belt that's produced for uh, the power plant champion, and it there happens to show up on that first day, that belt they can carry for a year. They have and to they defend. Have they the have to defend the belt the following year. And so, so to make so, it. So can I ask? Yes. Is there going to be a knockout, Johnny? Is it going to be a knockout race? Correct. So I'm not. Yeah. So there's yeah, a winner. So, so when you lose, you're out. And then what we're going to do is we're going to find out how many cars are in. Hopefully, it's like a minimum of at least ten. And then what we're going to do is we're going to put some. Bill's going to make some poker chips, and we're going to throw them in a hat. And one race is one, two races two, so on and so forth. And then. Whoever you draw, the last person standing wins. I'm not going to enter my gray car, but I will put my blue car, which will be naturally aspirated. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to try to like steal from people. And um, and we hope <laughs> that a car come and we have a That'll good time. That'll be a fest. So 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 on that bill, I'll make this now. Gaffer Garage will donate five hundred five hundred dollars. For the winner of that competition. There you go. Ooh, that's ooh, that's you what go. I'm talking about. So you're going to get the 500 bucks. So you're off the hook. So plus, you're, not, you're not putting well, anything well, in this. Right. But what I'm plus saying. Plus the winnings. Plus the winnings of everybody pony up at least 100 no, bucks. No, no. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll put in 500 as well. So it'll go $1,000 plus the, plus the belt to the winner. Are you using the money you took from Russell? <laughs> no, I'm not. I used that to get home. I used stuff from well, what happened you is. You reinvested that, that yeah, money. No, those two will yeah, be flipping for that before it even starts. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, I'll put five hundred up so that way me and Russell each put up five hundred, so it'll be a thousand dollars for the winner. And then, um, you know what I mean? You have a belt, you can go brag and wear it around. Wear it around. The, the best part of well, what are the what? Sorry, go ahead. No, no. What I think is interesting about this type of racing is that it's 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 as street racing as you can get. Right? You can run a six second car against an eight second car, and the eight second car can win. If you don't cut the light correctly, if you jump, exactly. it's all the same rules that you see on street racing, right? If you jump yep. the light, you're out. You lose. If you, if you, uh, cross, center, cro- you lose. cross the center, you lose. Um, and really, if you just get caught off off on the uh, on the wrong start, if you spin, it's going to be like as or you miss the gear. No prep as you can get, right? I mean, it's yeah, yeah. We're not going to do anything crazy. It's not going to be like sprayed or anything like that. And then honestly, to put it out there for whoever's listening. The spot we go to is 100% legal. You can't lose your car. You won't get impounded. You won't get a ticket. But what you're doing is illegal. So if you wreck your car, your insurance company's not going to pay for it. Like, I'm just putting that out there. But, like, you're not – there's no risk to your your what your personal property. Like, if, the, if, if for some reason the cops did show up, they're just going to tell you, hey, guys, you're grown adults. Take it home. Like – they don't they don't there there's no like risk of losing your property or big fines or anything like that because we're not on a public street we're in vegas like bill you know where it's at and obviously you know as we get a little closer or the day of we'll let everybody know like hey this is where we're going but i mean it's just like uh it's honestly it it should be a good time and i mean hopefully people are smart and even if they're in an eight second car they wear a helmet and they wear their seatbelt. you know what i mean so uh, it'll be it'll be the belt for the uh, power plant champion, as we're going to call it, the uh, one crazy weekend power plant. One champion. crazy weekend. There you go. The so, one crazy night. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so what I'm car are you going to bring, Russell? You got enough of them? Yeah, well, we'll come up with a plan for that. Yeah, I'm thinking of building a winner. <laughs> <laughs> you got a year to think about it anyway. So <laughs> yeah. So so let's just ask this right now. Like maybe Bill could put up some sort of like a like a vote type deal for like. 
you know, do we want to let anything run that shows up or just natural aspirated cars to have a good time? You know what I mean? Like, because I, I don't think we well, should. But I, if, but, if but we let, I also think it should be just like on the street, right? You you anything. have to negotiate. Wrong wrong. You, you can bring anything, but you can. I mean, oh, it's, yeah, there it, you go. It's obvious if, if someone's if someone's got squeeze, you got they've got to give up something. They can't just show up yeah, with hundred shot and I, and you just run heads up. You know what I mean? I don't want to see people come out there and just start kicking puppies. Like that's not fun. You know no. what I mean? No. Plus, it's only only Volkswagens. That's yeah, all it is. Only, only air cooled Volkswagen. Air-cooled nothing Volkswagen. else. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, only air cooled Volkswagens, nothing else for sure. Yeah, there could be, there could be a Manx showed up there with a supercharged engine. And and <laughs> you guys know how to how to equalize it when it gets there. If a car's on forty eights and the Let's car see. next to him is on a turbo, you guys can work it out yourselves. Yeah, I mean, yeah exactly. Yeah. That, that's all between but, uh, between the drivers. They don't have to do anything. I mean, it's just like on it's just like on the street. You negotiate for what you negotiate for. You get it. You get it. You don't. You don't. You draw who you draw, and the field is wide open. Yeah. You know, so uh, yeah, I think I think it's some of some of those badgers with the big engines at the back. Surely they're going to have to be assessed. They're not air cooled, so they're not allowed. Good. Yeah, no. and I mean it, that, that's that's exactly it. Like it, it'll be fair and it'll be fun because like if you sit there and like hopefully nobody goes into this like oh, I'm going to build a you know a badass car to win the whole thing. Like it needs to be fun. Like if it yeah, becomes because yeah, just like what we do, if you got somebody that comes out like let's say for instance like Russell brings one of his you know. He brings his red car, and then like I brought my gray car. It wouldn't be fun for anybody, you know what I mean? Because it's just we would it'd have be to fun for us. I was going to say it'd be fun for us watching you two. That's for sure. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just I think it's going to be a good time, and I'm really excited. Like yeah, when definitely. Bill brought it up, I thought it was a good idea. So yeah, hopefully the, we can. Yeah, the good thing is that the good thing that I like the most is the flashlight start. I think that's the best. That's yep. the best way to yep, do it. Definitely. So I mean, you've been out to a couple of our little play days out there. You, you, Bill, you've seen it. It's it's a good time, man, and I think it'll get everybody pretty riled up. You know? No, there's no question, and it just happens to be happening the day before our our show begins. It's just something cool to do. That you know, I I have nothing to do with it. You guys just randomly <laughs> decided to do this. You let yep. me know about it. So, <laughs> you oh know. yeah, for sure. You're, you're an innocent bystander. I t- I take full responsibility. I mean, everybody's a grown adult. They're making their own. Yeah, they're they making their, their own, own choices yeah. to go out there. We have. We're not influencing <laughs> anybody the, to do apparently that. Apparently, I was the bad influence all weekend. I'll just. I'll. I'll take it next weekend. Yeah, take your. Yeah, yeah, clearly. You yeah. got to take your responsibility where it lies. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, but, but uh, next year, me and Andy are going to make a bet on a coin toss, and the uh, the winner gets to choose the loser tattoo. No, well, <laughs> you know, you tried making that happen this year, and that I was not doing it. There's absolutely no way. Yeah. Uh, let, mate, I've seen your tattoos, mate. Andy. Uh, you know, the butterfly. I'm glad I haven't seen that one. <laughs> Andy, Andy, let's be clear. You've got a pretty bad tattoo on your one arm. And mate, if we if uh, we did like giant barbed wire around it, it might dress it up a little bit. I mean, let's just be real. I mean, I listen, I had bad ideas when I was younger. I just never acted out on them. I mean, you, yeah, you're you committed know. all the way. Yeah, but you know, we, it's, we kind of a, it's kind of an Aztec pagan thing. I don't even know what it is. It's like an Aztec wait, misspelling. Wait, can we just stop now? But, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But no, no. You have no, the no, fear just, of getting it. a tattoo. Like, look, I've got this body Listen, of I'd rather have my here. weird Aztec tattoo than anything Johnny can do. <laughs> Give me. Trust me. <laughs> oh, Johnny's going to tattoo you? Oh, no. Well, he probably right. would. He'll, he'll, uh, you're probably gonna get the panther on your forearm. Yeah, it's no big deal. It's like, a, <laughs> like the old sailor, number one twenty six. Yeah, get the old number one twenty six. Yeah. So there you go. Well, I, all in all, I think everybody on the phone, uh, you guys are all coming back next year without question, right? Hundred percent. Yes, sir. And Buddy doesn't really Absolutely. know how to, how to use a phone, so he no, doesn't have he doesn't, have he doesn't have WhatsApp. It doesn't matter. Don't trouble him. 
He doesn't have WhatsApp. Anything with more than a button involved is just going to be in too deep. <laughs> but I'm certain he'll bring a car because the best aspect of this show is being behind, behind the wheel in your own car. And then if you don't have a car, you might reach out to Bill T's Volkswagen, classic Volkswagen rentals um, and be able to utilize them. I mean, it, again, uh, you know, Bob Daniels limped out here with nothing but an idea and a dream. And I put him behind Ragtrop. <laughs> Bob lived the best moments of his life. If anybody didn't look at Bob and see he was living in a dream, waiting for the bubble to be popped, he's just, he's, he was on cloud nine all weekend. Yeah, Bob's know? a funny, I've never, again, another one, I've never met Bob before. No, we, 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 we spoke on, you know, on Facebook and Instagram or whatever. But when you meet someone for the first time, it's that, I say, there's always an apprehension of what they're actually going to be like. And it was just like we knew each other for ages, and we just had such a laugh. In between him eating all weekend, all I could do, you know, so we had, we got photographic proof of Bob every five seconds eating. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he tried to fake the funk getting a salad the first time he showed up. And That's right. He, that didn't last very long. Yeah, you started no. busting him with a piece of pizza in his yeah. hand, a piece of cookie over here. He's busy. You see him eyeballing the buffet. He's all <laughs> over the place. You know, first time I met, I met Bob. at the, So Bob does the eight classic Volkswagen's the 80s and 90s Facebook page. It's a great page. <laughs> And I, the first oh, time, that's Bob. Yeah, yeah that, that that's is a great dude right there. Yeah, Bob Daniels, and yeah, his, his his nickname I gave him is Little Pit because he looks like a little pit bull. You know the way he's got that little stocky build and everything like that. And I met him first time. I'm gonna give you my first impression when I saw him. I said, "Who's the guy who put on the '80s '90s page?" And I said, "This guy. He looks like he listens to yacht rock." <laughs> this guy who shows up. I said, "He looks like all the jocks I didn't talk to in high school." Now, Bob, come to meet him after you get over that, like it, like an M&M, the hard candy outer shell. Bob's a great guy on the inside. You know, don't, Absolutely. you know, if you guys meet Bob, don't go by what he looks like. You know, to give him some time, get to know. <laughs> Just make sure you got some food on you. I okay. Same, I get the same response, Bill. Like, if you this, look at me and they're like, oh, hell no. Yeah, this is not yeah. fair because Bob's not here to defend himself. But to be fair, Bob's recuperating from the 50th week, the 50th year birthday it celebration. Lasted, uh, all weekend. Yeah. He literally, we've got. Yeah, he did. I mean, he kept saying on the Sunday night, "You got a six o'clock flight on the on the on the Sunday morning. I've got to go on Sunday morning." We were still in a bar at one o'clock doing shots, and he was just like, "Oh man, I don't know how that journey home went for him." <laughs> yeah. Probably not well. Well, the message he sent me says, "As soon as the dust settles, I'll reach out to you." <laughs> have you heard from him? <laughs> I, I I haven't. I haven't heard. I, we messaged back and forth yet. a little bit, but uh, yeah, all in all, it was a great time. I think next year. I'm absolutely certain it will be larger again because it seems to be almost doubling every time. Everybody that we I talk it. to brings someone back. Yeah. Like they're saying that, like, "Oh, my buddy's going to come back with me next year. My buddies are coming back with me next year." Like I'm sending them pictures, and they're all mad they didn't come here. And blah blah blah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the, the if Facebook and Instagram are on fire right now with one crazy fire. weekend pictures. It's it's insane. So yeah. Well, guys, I, I really wanted. I just wanted to get you guys on, get your input from it. Um, any before we go, anything. Uh, that that Russell or Johnny, you guys want to add to that maybe we didn't touch on over the weekend that was something that really made it, again, emphasize the whole one crazy weekend aspect of it. Um, it was just, for, for it was me, just crazy. Yeah, for, for me, like, I've, re- I've heard stories about Buddy Hale. I live in Arizona. Never met, I, I mean, I, I guess we did. We had met at one time, but I didn't know who he was. I'd heard stories about him for years. Like Andy, I'd heard stories about Andy from Levi and other guys before I met him last year. And same as Russell. I'd heard stories about Russell. I had no clue who that man was. And I was sitting at a table with absolute legends in our industry. And I'm not like saying I that. Wasn't, like, I wasn't there. 
you were busy doing your thing but like the, the legends in the industry and they're just like it, to meet these guys and actually like you know come out of the weekend with a friendship you know that you didn't have when you got there that was that for me that's the best part i met some solid people through your podcast and what you do in this show and like i said that's why you know next year hopefully my son's old enough to be there and it'll be a good time you know like i i, I had a great time there and, and the best part for me obviously is just Flipping the coins with you guys in the park, the, 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 the trash talking. And, I mean, take the money to the side, the trash talking and the back and forth. And, I mean, dude, we killed four hours between drinking at the bar and flipping a quarter. And I don't think any of us have laughed that hard in years. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with you. I mean, I was, I was crying yeah. at one point. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. You know. And it was just like, and it was like, the, like I said, no BS, no drama. But no. the amount of trash talk between us, the people in the casino thought we were enemies. <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Russell took it all seriously. Oh, yeah. he took it all personal. No, He's at I home mean, making a list. Yeah, but you, yeah, you, you, no, I must admit. To, to be honest, there were so many good points. I wouldn't like to uh, narrow down on one, but I, I will mm. echo what Johnny said. I've met Buddy obviously before, just a couple of times, but never really spoke to him. Having the opportunity to speak to him as well, and you know, you've got you got to admire anybody that does anything whether it's your quality work like what he does or Andy does or the racing that you do, Johnny, you know, meeting all these guys as well that, you know, are all a bit extreme at what they do, which makes us all the same, I suppose, in our different ways. Mm -hmm. uh, I think yep. that is the that is the thing that's special about it. Yeah, so, you know, uh, and, and to be fair, you know, this is probably a podcast that only 25 people listen to because of what a lot of shit. But the reality <laughs> was there's other people having the same conversations We've had the same time with people they've met, their friends, you know, and you know I, I think that uh, it generally was a was a people thing. That's what it was, as far as I'm concerned. It was a people thing with many added bonuses. Yeah, I think there's no question of that. You know, today we 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 stopped by and visited Stephen Carter. Now Stephen Carter was the guy that took the group photo for you guys. <laughs> so <laughs> so Andy, Andy got the picture with him because I took my truck over to get the transmission looked at, and Stephen. To emphasize what you're saying is Steven blew up his car about six months ago and he's trying to sell it. Doesn't really have a Volkswagen on the road now. He came out to the poker run. He came out to the car show and came out to the poker run because he wanted to hang out with guys that he met three years ago at the event because now they're all like really good friends. They all talk online. They all chit-chat back and forth. And the, this event is the event where you get to solidify these relationships. You get to meet all these different people with different backgrounds and different everything find some common thread but there's like this brotherhood that's there because you guys are just a bunch of volkswagen idiots you know yeah yeah that was because i say we i didn't even know i didn't know who he was you know he we, and he we, when we were outside flipping the coin and you know he just came along and sat down with us and then i said oh we gotta have a photo take got a photo take and I turn around and I thought, well he wasn't here five minutes ago i said who, who are you you know and he was just like oh. yeah yeah that was funny as hell <laughs> who who the hell are you <laughs> <laughs> And it wasn't meant in a derogatory way. It was just the fact that one minute he was there, next minute, he, or the other way around, he wasn't there, next minute he was there. And he didn't even laugh. He didn't take offence to it. You know, some people would have took offence to the way I spoke to him. But he didn't. He just laughed it off, got his camera, took the photos. And that's the best photo of the whole weekend. That photo, I've got it on my phone. And I was laughing at it. And, I was, you know, and even Buddy put it up today or yesterday saying that picture can speak a thousand words. 
Well, and what's interesting yeah. is you were quite surprised to see him when we went in the transmission oh, yeah. shop today. You said, that's the guy. I said, well, that's the guy. I was like, who the hell are you? When we were all sitting there talking because he decides to interject something in the conversation. He had been watching the double Dutch go down. I thought it was his time to jump in. And then it, the, the rope stopped real quick. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so I met him today, and we shook hands, and I didn't even know if I... I actually took a picture of the two of them together. So why don't you yeah. guys buddy up to you? And it's the most awkward picture. You know, normally you get a picture of somebody, you throw your arm around and put a hang loose on. It's just like two guys in a prison lineup. So <laughs> it's an interesting photograph that I'll post so you guys can see you it. You know what was oh. funny is we were, we were talking in the parking lot, and one dude had that... Remember that Remember that guy who was being real shifty, looking through cars, talking oh, yeah. about how he lost his wallet? Yeah. Yep. And... Uh, and he had made a comment, I guess, to one of the younger guys about how he was like a tough guy, and and we kind of laughed. And I was like, I don't really think tonight's the night to be picking a fight in the parking lot in Vegas. <laughs> not, not with the guys we had out there. Yeah, there was there was there was quite a group of hooligans out in the parking lot. But ultimately, you know that again to emphasize more than anything, that's what this event is about. Is to, I mean, the miracle overall in the poker run, the poker run finished for the guy who drove his super beetle down from Salt Lake, and every year before, it's been a three of a kind that's won every year. This guy pulls a straight out of nowhere, comes up to me, all he needs is the 10, and I pull his deck. I mean, that's five separate decks of cards. This guy pull out a pull out a straight was pretty, pretty impressive, and he was blown away. And then the very last bit when we had the little side pot that was done for the extra dice roll, and then we Boy, did. I don't think I've ran like that in a long time. Yeah, and and it was. Uh, I mean, it was it, it was good stuff. I and, and again, I enjoy you know seeing people get stoked when they win some money because it's just like it can't get better. It can't get better. You realize during the poker run that the reason you're doing this is the racing, not racing, but driving around town with your buddies and like the, the you know it's really cool to pull up to a stoplight. All of us as car guys. I don't care what you tell me. You can't deny this, and I don't care. I'll, I'll tell you, you're lying to your face. We're all trying to be the guy in the car getting the attention at the intersection. And when there's 10 of you together and you're pulling <laughs> up to the intersection, it's like, yeah, we're here. Yeah. Take a look because the light's about to turn green and we're out of here. But it's just that whole thing that we all have that we all at some point in our life saw somebody driving a car and thought, that guy's so cool. <laughs> I want to be like that guy. And then that's, that's what I think we motivates us and keeps us going to, to get these cars and do this. And for, for that experience, probably two-thirds of the way through the poker run, you're like, I don't even care if I win or not. This is so fun. Yeah, 100%. Oh, no, we were definitely trying to win. Because I had told D that I was, was going to beat them. And, uh, and uh, they were, they, we, were, we, were, we were trying to win, man. We, it was fun, but we were trying to win. Well, overall, I mean, it was a great time. I, 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 I had fun, and I didn't get to do half of it. You know, I, I enjoy being able to be on part of it and at least be able to provide the opportunity for everybody to do it. So uh, it's, been, it's been super fun for me, and I just keep trying to come up with something that's a little more unique, that's a little, like, like to make it even crazier. And so next, next year, there will be some things that will be completely uh, off the rails to make you think like, wow, I wasn't expecting that. Just, but more un a unique opportunity, something fun, and something that can only happen in Las Vegas. So that's that's the commitment that I have to to to, to try to make just add little tweaks every year to where it's just something that's cool, and and we'll unload that surprise next year. It'll you'll stumble across it. So brilliant. You gonna do a midget toss or something? You never know. Listen, you <laughs> never you never know. There might be the street walking detail girls that they just detail your car oh, and you boy. please use a rag because your calloused hands will scratch my paint. 
you know, so <laughs> you never know. <laughs> hey, Bill, just, just, you know, Bill, I just want to say that, you know, uh, for anybody that's listening, and obviously yourself, you know, you and George and your team that helped put this on, you know, it really was a, a phenomenal thing that you've done. And uh, I know it's... I know it's just a crazy weekend, but there's something really special about this crazy weekend. So uh, I, I hope it continues to grow. And there's plenty of people locally and not that far and international who want to make an effort to come. Definitely. And I think that if you can build on that, you'll you'll maybe get a crazy week if we keep going. Yeah. There go. Well, that's ultimately the plan. And I appreciate you guys for coming on this this week to just kind of get a, get us a catch up as to what took place uh, on the on the at one the one crazy weekend here so it can only happen in vegas and uh we're gonna have to see you guys next year i guess yes mike definitely absolutely we'll be there all right fellas i appreciate your time see you later all right we'll talk to you bye-bye later well if you like that podcast i'm sure you did Make sure you go give us a five-star review to get a shout-out on the podcast. And I wanted to give a shout-out to some of the original guys that came out to One Crazy one crazy Week in the first weekend that we did it. And the shout-out I want to give to is to uh, Lionel, to Tristan. Um, uh, Critter was on the first one. And we also had uh, Todd Getty. Uh, there, was, there were several people that came out to the first One Crazy Weekend. Those are, What's that? Yeah, Sean Barry. Uh, and his wife, uh, th- you know, there's there's a group of people that came out to the first event that continue to keep coming back, and I'm thankful for all those guys, and I look forward to having a great opportunity for them next year to go ahead and experience one crazy weekend, and I assure you, next week it will get crazier, or next year it will get crazier. So stand by for that, and until next week, guys, later. You probably don't know that there's a new Volkswagen out that doesn't look like a Volkswagen.